2: The men who like we we coach The quarterback to you you know make a playoff schedule we're always going to coach him to read with his feet and take what's there and those i think just naturally occur o- over the course of a game what we do coach is to make sure the linemen keep blocking for him, to make sure the the wideouts and anybody else in the route keep working for them but as far as coaching off schedule you don't really coach that
0: that's malafleur this is the wendy's big show 105.7 fm the fan earth wind and fire what you're hearing underneath, Matt LaFleur, head coach of the Green Bay Packers, the 3-0 first place Packers who take battle against the underdog Philadelphia Eagles tonight at Lambeau Field. Never an underdog, and especially when you're going to Pottawatomie, I mean, you're never an underdog over How there. How'd you do the
2: other night when that, you were uh,
0: there the well, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later. Mike Clemens joins us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline from Pottawatomie. It's all happening at Pottawatomie Hotel and Casino. Mike, Packers, Eagles tonight, we have Gary Ellerson saying saying they're winning by 18 sparky has all but said it's roll out the helmets i feel like the packers are definitely the better team but as more and more of this mounts i'm getting more and more skeptical of the result oh you are i'm just i'm getting i feel like at some point i know the packers aren't overlooking the eagles but i definitely am over into the cowboys game
2: yeah yeah um you know, I uh, my feeling early in the week, and I'll stick with is maybe twenty four seventeen Packers. The thing that I'm really looking for tonight is the matchup of the Packers offense against the Eagles defense. Jim Schwartz, all those years with the head coach of the Lions, mm-hmm. is he going to bring pressure, or is he going to do like a lot of NFC coaches have done over the years and say, what's the point of pressuring Aaron Rodgers? That just lets him makes gives him opportunities to to dump off passes to to make adjustments. Um, it's coverage that, that beats Rodgers and trying to contain him. And, you know, Rodgers hasn't been running around much. Um, I watched the TV tape of the Broncos game, and, boy, I did not see those close-ups at the end of the third quarter when Green Bay had another three and out with their offense. And you could see two plays into it. Rodgers, I, I couldn't tell if he was upset about the pass protection outside the tackles or if he or the coverage or receivers but clearly there's something that's frustrated. Maybe he didn't like the play call. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they, you know, then they missed on a third down, and he comes over and yanks off the chin strap, and he's looking at the iPad, and Lafleur comes back over from the sideline. He's not happy, as if, you know, what was wrong with that play? But Rodgers is, you know, he's upset about coverage, or he didn't something.
0: snap he just, at him, though, Mike. They were both very calm and professional about well, how that whole you know, interchange you
2: know, went. I, I, they yell, they're three and zero, so they can yell all they want. You know, I, I don't care about you know respect from That's between the quarterback and the head coach and all that because they're four years apart. You know, Aaron's not a twenty five year old working for Mike McCarthy anymore. He's thirty five, and he's got five years more mm-hmm. NFL experience than his head coach does. I 'm um, just trying to get to figure out what 's going on. Nathaniel Hackett continues to impress me as his confidence grows as an offensive coordinator, and he breaks it down as look this, it, it comes down to these situations. Why has, why has Devontae Adams only got four catches when he had about fifteen or sixteen this time a year ago? Here 's what Nathaniel Hackett said We want to get everybody more
1: touches. I mean that 's just the facts. I mean fifty seven plays. I believe six of them were four-minute, three were at the end of the half. We had, I think, five penalties, and we had about six third and longs or something like that. I mean, that's just its an up-and-down deal right now. Um, so it's one of those things, of course, we want to give Devontae the ball. Um, we, we definitely make an effort to do that, and sometimes it doesn't work out. I know that everybody in this room, including myself and the fans, don't want us to force it. And uh, I think that could put you in some uh, presumptuous positions. And I think it's it's one of those things. Taking care of the football is by far the number one most important thing, and that's the number one most important thing to to win a football game. So I think that when we get those opportunities, just like two games ago, it was great. He had a lot of opportunities. Uh, I think we always want to try to get him the ball, Jimmy the ball, MVS the ball, Geronimo the ball. I mean, everybody. And to do that, you got to have more plays. I mean, anything over third and ten is about fourteen percent conversion rate, so you're not giving yourself that opportunity. We just haven't been able to – we're either rolling, and it's good, and then there's a setback, and we just have to be able to bounce back from that.
0: It's been really, really tough on third down, Mike. I mean, it, two of nine last week, that's not going to cut it against this Eagles defense. You're right with Jim Schwartz. At, at one point in that Atlanta game, and and granted, Julio Jones then called game with like three minutes left and housed one on fourth and two from like 55 yards out, but they were blitzing and going at matt ryan and trying to make him play from the pocket and putting as much heat in his face as they could on third down it's going to be tough if you're if you're going at 25 percent that they've basically been converting at
2: yeah but you know matt ryan and tom brady they're they're both statues rogers 100 still run uh but he seems like he's trying to stay more in the pocket and i think he's trying to stay within the offense not just necessarily trying to have the cleanest jersey in his career, like you said, after the game. I do know this. When it comes to third down, uh, that Matt LaFleur said unsolicited, uh, just before he left us on Tuesday, he said, in 10 minutes I have a meeting to talk to Aaron Rodgers about third down. That they need to figure out what they need to put on the menu on the third and longs because obviously the stuff that they're putting down, you know, the screens and the damn draw plays and that stupid safe stuff. You know, Rodgers wants to take a shot on that play if they end up with a 3rd and 12 because of a penalty or miscue or whatever.
0: Do you see them having to lean on auxiliary pieces to try to keep that pressure at bay today and, and utilize maybe the screen game a little bit with Aaron
2: Jones? Well, see, I think that's been the... I love seeing Mercedes Lewis go off for a 14-yard pass. I love that this offense sets up and then you set your fullback wide left, like a wide receiver, mm-hmm. and the Broncos are like, Whoa, what the hell is this play? You know, And Danny Vitale gets a 28-yard reception, and Daniel goes in for a touchdown. That's what this offense is supposed to be about, is those kinds of surprises. And, geez, I think you could actually surprise everybody if Jimmy Graham catches a ball tonight. So <laughs> That's true. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm starting to give up on that guy. I really, as much as Aaron Rodgers says, he's a trusted friend. He's a great football Doesn't player. is not he hurt, Mike? Huh? is not he hurt? He's, he's, now he's got a quad along with a groin
0: everything's dinged up and and you know, it seems yeah, like that always ha- seems yeah, to happen he, at certain he, points
2: you know Deshawn Kaiser throws him a ball yeah. over the middle with a little bit of zip on it 2 weeks into camp and he misses 2 weeks of camp with a jammed or semi broken finger or something he won't talk to us about it you know he doesn't doesn't talk to us but it's i just you know they're paying that guy an awful lot of money and when's the production ever going to get get you know kick in so tonight you know the the, the thing about the the Eagles is they're, I don't think their corners are very good. So maybe, Definitely dinged up. Well, Darby's out. Yep. You know, and guys like Douglas and Maddox and Jones, they're, they're not that good. Um, uh, Fletcher Cox, I still think is one of the best damn football players in the national football mm-hmm. league. But I, I, he had like some sort of a foot injury. Now he's not on the injury list tonight. But, you know, that guy can give Corey Lindsley and the rookie Malka, uh, uh, Jenkins, those guys, you know, some, uh, some uh, Elton Jenkins, some, uh, some trouble. On the uh, Otherwise, for the Eagles' defense, though, Malcolm Jenkins, you know, the safety I still think is one of the smartest, best yep. football players out there. Totally agree. Of, you know, lighting up uh, that defense. I'm a little out of position. I'm in the office underneath the south end zone bleachers here, but I just did walk out of the field, and the first guy I saw out there in sweats, walking around, you know, trying to loosen up was Darius Smith. So I think he's going to try and give it a go. they got 90 minutes before they uh, have to make that decision. Um, and by the way, uh, on the cover of the program tonight, it's Zadarius and Preston Smith. The, the Smith brothers are on the cover of the program for this game tonight.
0: It's just amazing what that story has already done and how they've really adopted it as, as those two with the post game interviews together, Mike, and the the camaraderie in that feel. One final thing for you, Mike Clemens, join us live from Lambeau Field here on the Wendy's Big Show. With what they need to do to keep Carson Wentz in the pocket to contain him tonight, it reminds me a lot of what they did with Mitch Trubisky. And those guys, the speed being able to close containing Carson Wentz in the pocket was so key in week one. I think that's the key to victory defensively tonight.
2: And the surprising thing is some guys look smaller on TV than they are in person. I always thought Favre looked smaller. Then you see him in person like, damn, the guy looks like an outside linebacker. And Carson Wentz is the same way. He's actually six five
0: monstrous thick, 37 yep.
2: and Mike Patton last night Packers defensive coordinator actually said this guy reminds me of all those years when I was with the Ravens and we were going against Big Ben Roethlisberger you know Big Ben is, is he's so damn big he just stands there and takes four hits before anybody can finally bring him down so that's part of the thing about Wentz; he's kind of tough to bring down I think though the Wentz's decision is decision-making is just a little off that's part of the reason I think he's having half-dozen drops in a game against the Lions and those kinds of things. So, you know, he's just, uh, you know, I've, I've wondered about these guys passing on Nick Foles. Man, he just stood back there. He followed the playbook to a T. He made a seven-step drop, and nothing ever fazed him. But Carson Wentz seems to have the world on his shoulders and pressure, yep. and now he's down like this, you know, one and two. And now he's got to be on prime time and on the road on a short week. You know, the, the pressure is going to be on him because he, he's thrown a lot of touchdown passes. He's a tremendous athlete, but uh, sometimes I'm sure, not sure this guy still found his groove or his identity as the first-string yep. quarterback for the Eagles.
0: Agreed 100%. Good news is, though, they got the Jets after the Packers,
2: so that'll make them feel better about themselves. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good uh, mulligan for them. Right. Yeah,
0: nothing like a J-E-T-S slump buster. Yep. Mike, final thing for you: Packers prediction tonight, Packers-Eagles on Thursday Night Football.
2: I I I think that the defense will still find a way to uh win out this game in special teams. Who knows maybe they'll get a little return action to help out with your field position. And I'd like to think that Aaron Rodgers has got something even on a short week to figure out where he can get, have more sustained drives in the second half. So I'm I'm saying Green Bay wins this thing maybe 24 7 More balanced attack.
0: Jason Waller's of the Green Bay Packers just put out the inactives uh, okay.
2: for the game. Montrevius Adams, Oren Burks, Kadar Holman, Jake Kumoro, and of course we're giving away his signed jersey tonight, so of course he's inactive. Uh, Cole Madison,
0: Adam Pankey, Dexter Williams, which means yeah. Darius Smith is active and yeah. ready to play.
2: Yeah, yeah, no, that sounds good, and and uh, they've also got what they need for offensive line there for backup, and uh, and and they need that extra guy there too uh, in terms of Kingsley Kiki to back up uh, Montravius on the defensive line along with uh, Tyler Land I like Kiki. So. I that do good. too. I, hey, he looked good in camp, man, yep. they, and the coaches like him. They think he's a pretty smart kid.
0: Well, we love Mike Clemens, and he joined that's us pretty here. Pretty smart on, kid, too. Well, that's for sure. Yeah. And he gets mad at me when I call him a kid because he always says, "Well, well hey,
2: I got one quick question. Quick, quick, quick story. All Jeffrey." Me. He's going to play tonight for yep. the Eagles, mm-hmm. the former Bear. So there they are at the Super Bowl. We're up in the Mall of America, and he's there at a table by himself. Is one of the, you know the great access we get at Super Bowl. The players just sit at a table. You can sit down with them, have a cup of coffee, and do an interview. Yep. So one guy got up and left from the Philadelphia Inquirer, and I came to Alshon a couple questions. Sure, sure. Hang on a second. And he pulls out of his he pulls a, a Go camera out of his pocket, not to record this like you know for who like for memories of mm-hmm. the Super Bowl. It's for a transcript. So that any question that I asked him, he had it on tape, that he had a recording. Wow. And I I started asking around, did this guy get really burned in Philadelphia or during those years with color? Did he think that the media, you know, and he's, he's, he wasn't that good of an interview. As a matter of fact, I don't even think I sent it back to these guys because he didn't have much to say. But he, you know, it's just, I've, I've, all these years I've been doing this, I never saw a guy say, oh, interview just a second and start his own recorder so that he's got both the questions and answers that's really smart if you think about it yeah well, he's a weird dude he's a weird dude <laughs> a weird dude <laughs> or he's a weird dude. Yeah, that could be too.
0: Mike Clemens up at Lambeau Field. He is going to be a part of our coverage tonight. The 5 o'clock Steakhouse Green and Gold postgame show tonight immediately following the game with Gary and Bill from Hinterland Brewery out in Green Bay. And then I am on from 12 to 1 with Green and Gold overtime here on 105.7 FM. The Fan. Michael, can't wait for all the great sound and all the great reports tomorrow. Looking forward to it, man. Thanks, Bill and Sparky. Appreciate it, guys. That's Mike Clemens joining us from from Green Bay on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline, courtesy of one of my favorite local businesses, Pottawatomie Hotel and Casino. Gaming, dining shows, hotel and spa, it's all happening at Pottawatomie. Visit PaysBig.com. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. oh <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived.